Welcome back to Ping. This is episode 233. That is 233 episodes of us bringing you the news that Microsofties are pinging each other about. We'll give you one guess what everyone was pinging each other about this week. And then we'll make you wait until we actually talk about it later in the show. I'm waiting for their guess. I know. Before we go into this week, we will we will talk about last week. Yeah. We'll do a little uh, time travel here. I think a lot of them shared our same concerns and uh, passions around connectors. Yeah, I I, I I was happy that I'm not alone in my... Um, Neuroses? Yes. I, it, it's... It's something that you take for granted, I think. It's, uh, I, and I'm not going to go into in-depth about cables again this week. <laughs> it's something you take for granted, but you use all the time. Oh, so totally. it's important. Yeah, yeah. As that whole transition period between the two standards that right. ends up being complicated. Uh, D-Tower actually says uh, that kind of the cloud, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing. He yeah, did yeah. not say the cloud has solved his issues, but it has made, uh, made us much less reliant on USB keys, USB hard drives. I will concur. I actually really only have one or two USB sticks that are used solely for the purpose of when I'm not connected to the Internet or for Windows to go because I boot off of the Windows to go. Do you? Yeah. I haven't used that yet. What? I... Haven't had a, a use for it. Yet. You are such a not. You, you're, yeah. I'm not an IT. You're not an IT uh, guy. Right? Enterprise guy. I use it for if I'm if I have like a large music collection that I want to have uh, on a bunch of different devices. Um, Do you still use music collections? I thought you just use cloud services. So I like to use music in a lot of different uh, devices and uh, uses. So uh, on, on DJ equipment or other stuff where you need to have the MP3. You can't have the DRM protected stream. Ah. So uh, I, for other uses, you need to actually buy the licensed uh, music. So I'm, I'm, I'm one of the few maybe that is still buying uh, individual songs, but uh, that's one reason. Uh, the other thing is for installing things, installing Windows. Yes. I put off a USB keys. Uh, yeah, no, true. Keep, keep a little suite of some utilities on there. Deuce. But other than that, yeah, everything else is in my OneDrive. TGRT is talking about the inevitable um, issue of having the drivers baked into the OS and having support baked in and mature drivers. And that goes with all new standards as they come out. As you mentioned, uh, your first motherboard purchase with uh, yeah. USB 3 attached to it and yeah. stuff. It was the, the, the MSI board that yeah. uh, was kind of like, uh, it should work, and it did. Yeah. Uh, so there's always the transition period, and early adopters will feel the pain, but also get all the benefits. And I like how developed KC is already talking about the converters and the whole black market or gray market of people making converters between the old and the new. <laughs> to make them work. I, I, I used to have this that. one little short pigtail that had a uh, lanyard that you would attach to the old cord. Mm -hmm. And that way, you, if you needed the old one, you could just stick it in and mm -hmm. it would work. Or if you need the new one, you have to attach it on. So our, um, our conference rooms actually have keychains essentially yeah. connected to our, our adapters. So if there's a screen in a room uh, or a projector, it has like mini display port, micro display port, mini yeah, HDMI, yeah, like got a whole every list single of converter. And I can never get any of them to work. Uh, I'm fine with mine. Uh, my carbon touch. This one's Pro fine. This one has my, a my other laptop. I don't use it on the show anymore. Was uh, the Asus? And for some reason, yeah. the Asus those connectors were uh, prone to uh, failure. I guess I don't know. I, I I have had luck, different luck in different rooms here. Oh, so yeah? uh, it depends on the state of the room. But uh, my uh, mini space port, at least at home, mm -hmm. I have one already set up to my TV, so I can plug in my laptop whenever I want and right. 
works beautifully. You don't just use um, the wireless one. Yeah. I have to buy one. I'm just being, I've been lazy. <laughs> I should go. I need to get one of those. I still have the Action Tech, the hockey puck, the square oh, hockey yeah. puck. Yeah. That one there works just fine. And I, that's I, basically I, just Miracast. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. So wireless HDMI, practically. You got it, man. Uh, John Vizio, very quickly, was just talking about how if you can, and, and his rule of thumb is if you can see the crack at the back of the uh, connector, yes. looking at the connector, you right. know it's upside down. Flip it around. On the connector, it. but connector. I swear every device has it in a different orientation. Oh, or if it's a phone, yeah, like yeah. sometimes it's this way or that way. It's the rule of threes. You always try three times to get it the right. right direction. It's right. kind of like rebooting. You always yeah. reboot three times? No, that. that I installed some software I needed to reboot for, and I was like, when was the last time I had to do this? Ooh, four. Pain. Pain, pain. J uh, hmm. JTE Zabecki. You wrote a book, my friend. I'm trying to even see what this guy's even saying. <laughs> <laughs> we read this beforehand. I know, it's very, very much. It's Well, this one actually just came in recently. So. Yeah. Um, uh, the plethora yeah. of different types of connectors and having to worry about them. Right, right and the different phones still use different connectors. I think yeah. in Europe, you're act they're actually mandated to use micro USB. I'm not quite sure how that'll work when new what, connectors. What I don't come like out. is the non-standard ones that are like the the AB version of the mini connector. Mm. Or what I think is the mini connector, where it looks like it can fit in both directions, but it really only fits in one of them, yeah. and you can jam it in and break the. The, the uh, my always uh, interesting one is on the Lenovo's here. The power connector kind of looks like a USB <laughs> port. Not enough that like yeah, yeah. you confuse them. Like my power is yellow, so I always know which one it is. But sometimes if it's late at night and I'm tired and. I'll start trying to plug a USB port in there, and I'm I'm actually pretty amazed I haven't damaged it. So uh, that's nice. I think I think we've kind of exhausted the topic no of more connectors and cables. No more Let's cables. actually uh, get on with the show. So, are you a OneDrive user or a Dropbox user? I have accounts on both. Yeah. Why not have as much storage as you can get? You never know. Uh, I use Dropbox actually for for connecting to talk to some. Um, Ex I call them external colleagues. Sure. Uh, that uh, like uh, teachers at my kids' schools. That's mm. an example. They use like a Dropbox that they can go off and share stuff with the parents cool. uh, as an informal way of doing stuff. Kind of interesting. Uh, but I'm a huge OneDrive user. So this particular news wasn't uh, that impactful to me per se, mm. but it's extremely impactful because it's been long overdue. Dropbox finally has an official app for Windows Phone. Yes. And as a quick segue back to, uh, yes, last week's episode, I think it yeah. was, uh, Rudy was involved. Rudy Wynn, we talked about um, uh, at length. With, with the UI. Yeah. Very cool for him to be contributing once again. Uh, kind of goes to the point of why he was, he was featured in that article to begin with. Mm -hmm. uh, but yes, it, uh, Dropbox already has tight ties with Office. You can edit documents directly in, uh, much like OneDrive. Yep. But now you can you can go in and uh, get those files off of your phone as well. And so this one actually works on Windows tablet devices and also RT, as a matter of fact, as well as Windows Phone. So cool. across across all of them. Was that qualified as a universal device? I believe that's what the, the universal apps in Windows 8.1, that was the whole thing. They yeah. work on RT, they work on phone. Okay. So if you don't have it and you happen to uh, uh, partake of the Dropbox flavor, go out and get it. I think everyone has found uses for their phone while they're waiting in line or those other like short periods of time where... You stop at a stop. No, don't use <laughs> them in, the in car, your car. If you're in the passenger seat. Not in the car. Uh, any times where you're not in a social setting, too, I should probably copy out. Like, not or, at dinner when you're with friends. Or, you know, sometimes if you need to 
pull yourself away from a social situation. Sure. Yeah. There are apps uh, that are used. There are games. Uh, if you want to try to uh, stimulate your brain and use that time more productively, mm -hmm. then I guess more entertaining. Uh, we've got uh, what they're calling the Brain Box here on the Lumia Conversations. Five Windows Phone developers trying to make you a little clever. Yeah, and there are different games focusing in different areas. This one here that's called... Uh, Polyhegrams? Did you say that? Polyhegrams? Polyhegrams, sure. Polyhegrams by Late Night Apps. Uh, working specifically on word knowledge, uh, dexterity, being able to rotate and move a 3D object, as well as 3D spatial uh, relations as well, to be able to basically go off and create words and solve words and sort of stuff. Another and one is, I, that would be really bad for me because of my dyslexia. <laughs> oh, well, maybe it'd be good for you. <laughs> well, you know, maybe uh, we should give it a try. Another one is Worldly by Supergonk. Yeah. And it is a geography game that travels around the globe and asks you questions about countries and capitals and cities and states. Um, it's actually uh, a UK-based uh, indie developer, but you are going to be able to find geography skills all over the world, and I believe it has like a timing to base on uh, how quickly you can answer them. Sounds like a fantastic thing if you're going to be uh, trying to get on Jeopardy. Yeah, those, are, those categories are usually in there. IQ Friends is another one by the IQ Improvement Institute. Sounds uh, very official. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they're like certified in IQ Institute stuff. <laughs> or something like that. It's a number of different exercises that work on various aspects of your brain while still being fun to play, quote, unquote. I haven't tried this one, uh, but it definitely looks um, uh, uh, like it has a variety. They're yeah. definitely very quick and very easy to do as opposed to being one track uh, type of solution. Uh, another one is Trivia Crack oh, by Intermax. This is one we both crack. actually play, and we didn't know each other played, so we'll have to, have to actually challenge each other now. Rickster CDN. You want to play? I'll take you on. Uh, am I Farlox on there? Farlox is my gamer tag. I think that's what it's on. They, they sign you a, a random ID and you can go in and change it afterwards, so I made sure I changed mine to your extra CD. I'll have to change mine then. Yeah. I think mine was actually set to just Mark DeFalco or something like that. <laughs> How I, I original. Look. Anyway, uh, Trivia Crack is a uh, player versus player trivia game. Available on web through Facebook.com, I do oh, believe. I it's that. also available across all the variety of platforms yes. that are there. So I played against uh, my friends on a number of devices. Uh, it is turn-based. Uh, you have multiple days to, to take your turn, so mm -hmm. it's nice to take at your own uh, uh, time. You answer questions in one of six categories. Once you've answered a number of them, you like, get a... a a crown, a crown opportunity. in that in that category. First I like the player, challenges. First player to get uh, yeah. to uh, six crowns wins that game. I particularly like the challenge mode where you get your crown opportunity. You can oh. choose to steal the yeah, other person's uh, other. one, yeah. and you have to do the best of six answers. I'm not very good at those. I love those ones, man. But um, yeah, my categories that I'm good at are science and history and um, uh, geography, sports and science. Oh yeah, see, nice I suck ones. at sports. <laughs> I am totally bad at sports. And now I know what's a challenge. Oh, right? nice, <laughs> nice. And then we have IQ Safe by Atar Games, or Atar Games. Uh, that one there is actually kind of cool because it's specifically around the theme of being a safe cracker. It's neat. Yeah. It's uh, kind of neat. You get to do different safes in different cities, different complexity levels, and sometimes it's based on logic for how you have to go off and do number progressions or different things you're working with. Sometimes it's just pure darn luck, as they say as well, too. They say they all range from very easy to yep. difficult, and I think that's true for uh, most of these we talked about today. Uh, they try to ease you in, and as you progress, they'll become more difficult, which is part of the whole trying to train your brain. Yeah. So try them out. Uh, all five of them are available on the store. You never know. A game is always good if it's going to make you more SMRT. <laughs> 
in case you were under a rock for the last couple of days, you might have missed a particular live stream. We had we told, uh, you, we about told it. you about it. Yeah, we in told the last you to watch this. So you didn't do your homework, and you, you uh, weren't uh, going to be disappointed if you actually watched. It is available fully on demand. You can go off and go see it uh, now. News, your homework uh, News.microsoft.com/slash Windows 10 story. Yep, or we'll put the link below in the comments. Mm-hmm. But hey, we talked <coughs> about Windows 10 and other things. Lots of other things. Yeah. So Windows 10. We'll start there. Uh, Windows 10 is uh, coming, and when it comes, it'll be at the very good price of free. Zero dollars. First year availability. If you're upgrading from Windows 7, yep. Windows 8.1, or Windows Phone 8.1, you'll be able to upgrade to Windows 10 for free. And this particular version that you're going to be upgrading with is one that's going to be maintained by Microsoft and basically kept up to date uh, continuously with new new features, additions, and fixes. Right. They they mention it. Uh, they make the analogy of just like any other internet service. You don't yeah. ask what version of you know, whatever service or what yep. version of Facebook are you using. I guess that would make it easier for developers to know that they're always targeting an up-to-date that's, that's environment. That's precisely right? one of the reasons. You okay. get an up-to-date environment, you get access to everything. It's not intrusive for people to have to do hard upgrades. It's part of a more organic process. And then part of the thing that's actually kind of neat about the Windows 10 environment that I like in particular is the fact that Cortana is going to be included, so according the, the, to uh, the, what's on the web page. Yes, the biggest thing, I think, and they demoed it during the live stream, uh, both on the desktop and on the phone, mm-hmm. is that the experience uh, from Windows 10 is built to be the same across all of your devices. So yes. it is just Windows 10, no matter if you're on a small device, a medium device, uh, phone, tablet, tablet, mm-hmm. PC, desktop, uh, Xbox, or, as we'll say later, uh, um, larger devices or smaller devices. Mm-hmm. So Cortana is one of them and has become smarter. There are, uh, the uh, new web browser, Project Spartan, uh, was, is one of the th- things that uh, Cortana is built into. So Project Spartan is a new uh, evolution of our web browsing experience, some existing technologies, some brand new ones. And, uh, for example, they gave, if you're on the web page for a restaurant, you can ask Cortana for more information. It'll pull in reviews oh, yeah. and menus From and everything just straight through. So you can cool. see uh, context, uh, data in the context of what you're trying to see. They mentioned that it's going to be a version of Office Universal Apps uh, for the most popular Office apps that you see there. They demoed uh, Word, I believe, on yep. the phone, where mm-hmm. full editing capabilities, an altered version of the ribbon that fits in your action bar, so yeah. you can do all. You can hit the review tab, make notes. Uh, sorry, another version uh, uh, feature in Project Spartan was able to kind of freeze a page, mm-hmm. scribble on it in ink. You're basically in a OneNote doc. Send it off to your, your uh, teammates uh, if you're trying to make you know comments on something, and that's really interesting as well. I know that uh, Julia White uh, went and did a blog post specifically on more details on the office side of things uh, in case you're interested for more info. Mm. We'll have that in the notes there as well. Uh, in the gaming world, if you're yes. a gamer, I thought the biggest thing was there's the Xbox app. Built into Windows 10, it is your uh, connection to your Xbox world. You can text and it's voice like a, chat. Is this like a smart glass thing? Similar, I think. I don't There's know the if they're going to merge two or together, but you can um, you can uh, connect with text and voice to your message, your friends. Mm-hmm. You can see activity feed. You can watch live clips or clips that were recorded, just like you can through the website and everything. Yep. Or through your console, and you can stream any game from your Xbox to a Windows 10 device. Yeah, so that's kind of neat. So when someone's using Xbox to watch TV over there, I can stream a game over to my Surface Pro 3 or my 
uh, Lenovo tablet once I get over to, uh, uh, to well, actually, I am running uh, part of the Windows 10 Insider on here. Nice. And uh, that just frees up another device. If I want to be in a different room or a different context or on the couch, I, I can do that. But I can, you can already pair mm -hmm. a controller up to your, your device. True. And use it like that. Very true. And then we also introduced some... Uh, <clears throat> two new devices. Two devices. One of them for the Enterprise, another one uh, uh, different. <laughs> I like that one. The Enterprise one's kind of cool. It's called the Surface Hub, uh, which basically is the next generation version of the PPI technology that goes way beyond what the first one actually is able to do. Uh, multiple cameras uh, that are built into it for, for um, uh, conferencing and capabilities, uh, as well as tying into a full-fledged PC built into the device as opposed to having to have one that you attach into it, which is kind of cool as well. Um, and uh, then this thing that's I kind of mystified a lot of people and, and excited a lot of people because it was freaking holograms. I don't, I don't think anyone expected this I, kind of thing. The, um, the, the stuff that I've seen online about it has been mm -hmm. around uh, people basically saying, all of a sudden they started, all of a sudden they just started talking about holograms. It, it's an interesting world. Um, <laughs> the, the device, HoloLens, is a uh, head-mounted, self-contained computer. Mm -hmm. Runs Windows 10 and has a holographic display. Very simple. Now, you, now you're saying that this is augmented reality. It's not uh, virtual reality. There's, uh, that's a very muddy kind of thing that I think we're going to have conversations about for a while. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the idea is that this device, there's, there's no cords. You don't pair it to a phone. Yep. You don't plug it into a computer. It is a device. What it does is uh, there's transparent lenses that you see through, mm -hmm. so you're not boxed in out of your environment. You, you can see your entire environment. Um, it, it'll just kind of fit in any adult head. And uh, we've got sound, so 3D spatial sound, so that if there's a hologram over there, I will hear sound emitting from, from over there. Yep. You pin objects in your world. You have to watch the demo. Yeah. You have to watch the demo. They demoed they, they something called uh, Hollow the, yeah. the ability to, uh, what they showed on stage was the ability to create 3D in 3D. So. To, to just tap on an object that doesn't exist in the physical world, move it around, see it in your space. We had a conversation just earlier today about 3D printing, and uh, in the demo you'll show they, they build something in 3D and then have it printed and printed show it there. Someplace, yeah. um, where people said, like, well, it's hard sometimes. Yeah, you can measure things, but unless you see it in physical existence, mm -hmm. like you don't know how big or how smart you're going to make, how you do it. Well, in this experience, you, you physically see it in your world. So yep. you can place it on a desk, size it, 3D print, and get exactly what you're expecting. So there's obviously a, a lot more yeah. uh, to come. Uh, so, this is just the first time we're, we're announcing to the world. Yeah, I was about to say, there's definitely uh, the entire stream you can go off and watch for all the announcements that are in there, but then each of the different areas have their own little more depth um, videos and demos and that sort of stuff you can go through uh, in case you are interested. And, and again, I like to stress the most, well, there's so many cool things about it, but it's just running Windows. Windows 10, just like we said, Windows 10 will power every device and, 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 and power it in the best way it can. It's just running Windows underneath. That, that's super cool to me. It has, has huge implications for, for development yeah. and support and everything. It's, that was, it's quite, it's quite cool. Place. They were talking. They had the, the after the live stream, I was watching the, the online Twitter conversation about stuff. And then hearing the reactions of all the different press people on Twitter 
talking about their experiences of trying it out. So j- journalists, all, had a, yeah, journalists, journalists had a had chance to, to uh, right after the keynote, go and demo uh, some of the dev kits. I, I heard they had to lock up all their devices they did. inside storage they lockers did. with security. Uh, a little behind the scenes, <laughs> a little behind the scenes uh, we, we, we let them sneak into the company store real quick to to purchase a pad and pen if they did not bring one. Oh, yeah. Because certain journalists, that, they're tech journalists, yeah, yeah. why they, would they have pen and paper? <laughs> I just used my surfers with my pen. So, so, so they had to go grab those on the way down. Oh, Nice. Uh, no devices were allowed in the labs. It's That's true. cool. Very, very cool. So, freaking holograms. Yeah, uh, it's a two-hour keynote. If you have time to watch, uh, you can go to about an hour and forty minutes in. The last twenty minutes is the Hololens stuff. So, Hololens is the name that they're using right Project now. Hololens, Project Hololens, I believe, Hololens? or Microsoft Hololens. Uh, Hololens is the name that, that I've, I've seen everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool. Uh, it, it, it's, it's the future. <laughs> Thanks for watching episode 233 of Ping. That's 233 episodes in the can. Uh, thanks so much for watching. Follow the conversation with us as usual at hashtag Ping Show. You can follow us individually at Mark DeFalco. <laughs> at RicksterCDN. I've got a new Twitter image. Huh? I've got a new Twitter you, image. You updated your... Oh, wow. I did. I have to go I look did. now. Um, you can comment below as always or reach us if you'd like one of these nine guys via snail mail. Don't forget that is The Ping Show, care of Channel 9, Building 20, 1 Microsoft Way, Redmond, Washington, 98052. I'm getting better. It's very good. Very good. Uh, This happens when we do this regularly. I know. We get to practice. (laughs) This is the third in Um, a row, by the way. It is. I didn't want to jinx it. Okay. Keep it going. So, uh, question of the week. Hmm. Since everyone's all a titter, (laughs) all about holographic uh, experiences and the HoloLens, um, you can, uh, um, the press people got a chance to experience four different types of scenarios. I guess yes. you would see, um, yes. there's like, you know, I read online that one of them was like, you know, do wiring up, uh, electrical circuits for stuff. One was doing a Skype conversation. It was a Skype conversation where someone drew in your, uh, existence to show you how to install. Like, yeah, how to do something. Uh, the, 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 uh, we worked with the Jet Propulsion Laboratory to bring people to Mars. Nice. That was incredible. Uh, It's absolutely (laughs) insane, the thought of being able to physically be in a space that no human can be. That's just Uh, neat. What kind of experiences do you think uh, you'd like to see in a holographic world? Uh, Let us know. So you can uh, tell us right below. You can talk to us on Twitter. All the ways we... Send us a postcard, but that's... that you see Facebooks, too? The Facebook is Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Pink Show. Yes, missed that one. Sorry. It's got to make sure we get all of them. You can but let hey. us know everywhere yeah. how you feel about that, how you feel about the show, <laughs> what you want us to know in this holographic world. Post-holographic world. Yep. Is that, a, is that the way to say it? That now? works. That works. Post-holographic. It's, it's P-H-W. Like post-PC world? No, let's post-holographic world. Let's, let's wrap this show up. <laughs> you got it. Thanks for watching. We'll see you, see you next week.